Hey guys, Bill Spadia here. Welcome back to Facebook Live. Hope you enjoyed the show today. Boy, we have a lot to talk about, right? A lot of... Uh a lot of problems in New Jersey, a lot of solutions too, but we've got to have the right people. And one of the things I thought I'd talk to you about today is my disappointment in the Republican Party. This has been an ongoing theme, honestly, since Governor Chris Christie let us all down. You know, he came in with such hope and promise and we thought, wow, this dude is really going to turn it around, go after the NJEA and, and liberate teachers from under that, that, you know, that iron fist of the NJEA where they couldn't get out from under all of the, the, uh, the onerous burden that they had with thousands of dollars coming out of their pocket and no real representation. But instead, what happened was Chris Christie made teachers, individual teachers, the enemy instead of the union. And that didn't help anybody. It actually set the party back so much because instead of speaking out for working and middle class people like our hardworking teachers and others in this society, um, he used them as a way to gain power and launch his campaign for president, pretending that he had actually enacted reforms. Problem is, those same legislators that ran, that gave Chris Christie cover during his eight years in office are still there. And it's getting worse. Not only have they failed to stand up to Governor Murphy, failed to bring up any counterpoint to all of the junk science that Chris, that, that Governor Murphy is now using to keep your business shut down. He's using select numbers. He's talking about some kid in Westchester who may have infected or may have spread coronavirus to four of his classmates in a drive-by graduation. He's using things like that. He's using things like higher counts of positive cases, knowing full well that antibody tests that are being conducted all across the country are potentially showing up positive be literally because you may have had a cold in the past. So this is a problem that you don't have any Republican opposition to what's happening. And then to make it worse, talk about rubbing salt in the wound. Yesterday, the New Jersey State Assembly took up the matter of Black Lives Matter, having a dedicated day on July 13th. And instead of opposing it, eight Republicans voted for it. Eight Republicans voted for it. 20 of them, instead of voting no, didn't vote. There's nothing worse than a coward who doesn't vote on something so important as this. Stormin Norman, please run for governor. I don't know, Stormin. You know, I, I think that we've got a lot of people that do want to see an alternative. And I think it is absolutely time for somebody who is not in the political establishment to consider running for governor. But let me tell you, it's a heavy lift. You know, you got to you got to. Pay the bills. you got to make sure you've got 20 to $40 million to go at this guy. This is a heavy lift, and the Republicans, unfortunately, in this state have decided that they would rather take the crumbs off of Murphy's table than actually stand up and oppose him. Roger Smith, I feel terrible for all the small business owners and restaurants who stocked up hoping to open and now can't. It's such a breath of fresh air um, to go to the store every weekend. Mask-free gets me through the week. Yeah, I feel the same way, Roger. You know, I, I, know, where, I know where I can... Um, I know where I can go without a mask, and I know the reality that uh, people that are covering their face with their T-shirts or their bandanas, they're doing nothing. They're not helping their neighbor. They're not helping themselves. So we have to just accept that either we are going to deal with the fact that coronavirus is never going away. Never. Just so we're clear, it's never going away. It's going to be with us. The only thing we can do is put in best practices for our own personal health. And you know what? Funny thing is, over the last 10 years, the CDC has offered incredible guidelines that are really smart during flu season. Take all those into account and protect the most vulnerable among us and we'll be fine living with coronavirus because 
we don't have a choice. You have to rely on your immune system. And if we don't, if we don't, if we decide, no, the only way to do this is social distance and masks and staying at home, we're never going to have our economy back. It is that simple. You are going to have an entire generation of government dependence, and that's where we're headed. Ryan Irwin, I have autism and very disappointed this is happening in our state. So much trauma. You know, Ryan, um, thanks. Thanks for the courage of speaking out and and talking about the condition that, that you live with every single day. The reality is that special needs folks around this state are suffering tremendously. The stay-at-home orders and the shutdown of schools hurt our special needs community the most. And you know what's interesting? It was all done to protect the children. If we can just save one kid, look at the numbers. Look at Sweden, where they never closed their schools. Only one person under the age of 17 died. In the United States, only 28 kids under the age of 15 died. So when you look at that, this is a disease that is not going to impact children. Are you going to have a one-off? Are you going to have an anomaly? Are you going to have an outlier? Are you going to have the tragic story of the kid that was on the ventilator? Of course you will. And God forbid, I pray for that family. But that doesn't mean you shut down a country of more than 300 million people. Uh, Kimmy Ann, how do we take back New Jersey? The first thing you've got to do, Kimmy Ann, is realize that voting Republican is not going to solve the problem. 20 Republicans cowardly abstained from voting. They did not vote in the session with Black Lives Matter, knowing full well that Black Lives Matter, with their partner group that takes all the donations, this thousand journey, thousand, whatever they are, they have on their board a convicted terrorist, somebody who was who was alleged to have been complicit in the escape of Joanne Chesimard from a New Jersey prison. How is that possible? These are the same people that one of the founding members of Black Lives Matter praised Joanne Chesimard. Remember, Joanne Chesimard is the one who was convicted of murder for killing a New Jersey state trooper in 1973. Black Lives Matter as an organization is a horrific organization, certainly not a representative of black Americans and certainly not a representative of racial justice. No, this is a group that wants to terrorize our streets, tear down our history, and make us all believe that all cops are racist. It's a bad, bad movement, and it should certainly not be recognized by the state of new jersey with a special day good lord michelle surgeon brennan where can you shop without a mask help us out i'm sick of acting like sheep michelle listen i i don't want to out any of the restaurants and folks that are out there that are happy to serve you without a mask here's what i can tell you you know your routine here's what i did I had a routine before this ridiculousness and I just called all the businesses that I deal with and I said, are you going to be uncomfortable if I show up with a mask? And the ones that were uncomfortable, I just didn't put them in a bad spot. The ones that were fine, embrace me with open arms. Those are the businesses that I frequent. It's that simple. And and you've got to do that homework yourself. I will be happy to share with you anything on a direct message if you want to send me a note on LinkedIn or on Twitter, uh, but I don't want to out anybody now because this climate is crazy. You're going to have people that shame them, that think, oh my God, you're killing grandma. You're out without a mask. Gary Frisch, why are you so reckless to refute the science? Um, What science, Gary? What science? How many times can I point out that literally the head of the coronavirus task force at the World Health Organization came out, World Health Organization came out literally just three weeks ago saying that asymptomatic carriers were, it was incredibly rare for them to infect anyone else. That's science. That's a fact. Well, here, how about this science? How about the head of emergency medicine at St. Barnabas saying that without social distancing, masks, et cetera, all of that, none of it counted toward the flattening of the curve and the eventual change that happened in the Bronx, the hardest hit area in the world 
on April 7th at 5 o'clock, the number of admissions into the hospital fell below the number of discharges, deaths, and transfers. You know what that means? One simple thing, that we had enough hospital beds to treat our sick. And if we just focused on protecting the vulnerable, if you've got an elderly person in your family, you want to protect them, that's one thing. But to shut down the economy for everyone else based on what? What science? You want the British Journal of Medicine? Do you want that science? The science that says that 97% of the part get through a cloth mask how about that for science why don't you do some homework and read before you spout off Gloria Daly Bill what do you say to the healthcare workers who saw as many people dying dying yeah the refrigeration trucks were horrific horrific and let me tell you one of the reasons that we had bodies stacked up in our elder care facilities there's one simple reason for that on March 29th, Judy Persicelli, the health commissioner in New Jersey, ordered our long-term care facilities to take back patients who were discharged from the hospital COVID-19 positive. They took sick people and they forced them back into the nursing homes and people died. No kidding. This thing spreads way faster than any virus that we've encountered in recent memory. So you take the spread as fast as it is. You take the vulnerable, those that are over the age of 65, especially those over the age of 85, you take those people and you say, here's the plan. Let's admit positive COVID patients back behind those walls. And guess what? It only happened in New York, New Jersey, Michigan, and two other states. That's right. Only five governors forced positive COVID patients back behind the walls of the nursing homes. And you want to know where most of the deaths were? Yeah, you guessed it. In those states in the nursing homes. So what do I say to those healthcare workers? I say, you've been betrayed by this governor and this health commissioner. That's what I say to you. Let's not let it happen again. Tom Aiello, Bill, why doesn't Murphy just focus on the state with the low numbers instead of looking at Florida's numbers? Well, Tom, it's very simple. Murphy is a crisis actor. Don't forget this. When this whole thing started to come around late February, early March, we were talking about flattening the curve. We were talking about one specific point, and that was, we know, and there wasn't a credible medical scientist out there that didn't accept this, tens of millions were going to get coronavirus. Matter of fact, the epidemiologist in Stanford said that on March 9th, they estimated that some six to seven million Americans already had it. So they knew everyone was going to get it because it spread so fast you couldn't contain it, and it was here since potentially December. So that said, what Murphy is saying, before that happened, it was all about flattening the curve and opening up the beds. It was never about eradicating the virus. And remember something, this state was in tremendous debt. New Jersey transit didn't work. The roads were in disrepair. Businesses were closing up shop. Taxes were the highest in the country. You had struggling working and middle-class families in the state before the virus. Murphy doesn't want to go back to normal. If Murphy goes back to normal, he's faced with the fact that he is a failed, incompetent carpetbagger from Massachusetts who has no business being the governor of New Jersey. That's the reality. So you want to know why he's focused on Florida and a couple of kids in Westchester? Because it's far easier to play the crisis actor and pretend that the air is toxic and if you walk outside, you could die an imminent death than to face the reality that New Jersey is broken. We have a broken legislature. We have a broken executive branch. We have a broken bureaucracy. We need to fix it. We need to clean house. It needs to start with the Republican opposition. We need a real one. I will not be voting for any Republican in 
in the assembly this time around, nor will I be helping any of those assembly Republicans because every one of them is complicit in this problem. You know why? They didn't even stand up to look at the research that I have been tweeting out and sharing on nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia almost every day since this started. Don't take it from me. Take it from the infectious disease specialists, the epidemiologists, and the ER docs who have been saying the same thing. It's time to open up this country. It's time to open up this state. Enough of the fear-mongering. That doesn't mean the virus isn't real. It means our reaction to it has done more harm than good. Let's talk about real solutions tomorrow on uh, New Jersey 101.5. I'll be back 6 to 10 a.m. And of course, I'll join you right here next Tuesday on Facebook Live. Hey, remember, I'll see you on Twitter. Yeah, I'm kind of back. I'm not going to engage, though, in idiocy, but definitely follow me at Bill Spadia and connect with me on LinkedIn. Have a great rest of your day.